Good morning, Mennonau. This is Pastor Michael. And Pastora Tammy. And we are the Messengers. We are here to bring God's Word every Saturday and Sunday morning from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on GFM One Life Radio. Thank you, Pastor David Roach and Pastor Amalon, for allowing us to be here. And if you don't know who we are, we came to the Philippines in April and May of 2019 on a mission trip. And today we would like to talk about waiting. What have we been waiting for? Well, since we were there in 2019, we considered the Philippines our home. That was when God called us to be missionaries there. And we have been waiting about a year while selling our house and everything that we owned. And we were supposed to be there March of 2020, but the country closed. So we've still been waiting. Now it's been about two and a half years. So what have you been waiting on? Well, I, a lot of people we have been talking to and doing prayer requests and things from and just, you know, sharing with people. We hear that they have been waiting on God for all different kinds of things in life. One, us to get there. Everybody says, when are you coming? You know, some of the things are like a healing. If there's illnesses in your friends or family or yourself. We had one couple ask us to pray over them because they wanted to have a child. And, you know, they were not able to conceive yet. We had a lot of answered prayers. But people are still waiting for a prayer to be answered. Like, for instance, money or finances from it or even to get a job. So why do we wait on God? Well, waiting can be very, very difficult and even painful. But in Habakkuk 2.3, it says, It is not time yet. It may seem like a long time, but be patient and wait. Whenever, you know, we're waiting for God, we want everything now, now, now. I want it now. And, you know, that is the same thing all over the world. If somebody gets in their mind, they want something, they want it now. But sometimes we don't get it now. So God is telling us we must be patient and wait. Also in Psalms 27, 13 through 14, it says, look at God's goodnesses and be strong. So, you know, sometimes we don't look at what God wants to give, you know, is wanting to give us or, you know, the thing that we even ask for. We look at how long we're waiting, the depression, the discouragement, you know, the negativity of things. But that's not what it says in the Bible to do. We're supposed to be looking at the good things that we already have and be strong while we wait on what we're wanting. In Deuteronomy 31, verse 7, it says, The Lord will be with you. He will not leave you, and do not be afraid. There's a lot of things that people wait on that are very scary. You know, like if they don't get that job, they won't be able to feed their family. Or, you know, if if they don't get healed, how long are they going to be sick? And sometimes things can be very scary whenever you deal with very serious illnesses and things. But God says, it's okay. I will be with you. I'm not going to leave you, so don't be afraid. There's also scripture in Isaiah 40:31. It talks about if you wait, he will renew your strength. 
So as long as you stay focused on God while you're waiting, he will keep you strong. And then you'll really get, you know, a lot of strength whenever you get your blessing, because then you'll be filled with happiness also. And in Isaiah 30, verse 18, it says, if we wait on the Lord, we will be blessed. Right there it is. So wait on God, because sometimes you may ask for something little, but he wants to give you something big. And, you know, there's several people in the Bible who have waited on God. And I'd like to share a couple of them with you today. The first one is Abraham. He waited for a son 100 years. Wow. Can you imagine waiting on what you're asking for for 100 years? You know, he had to believe. He had to have faith and hope. You know what? He did question God. And it talks about that in Genesis 15, 2 through 6. You know what? God answered and blessed him with Abraham. He was 100 years old when Isaac was born. And that talks about that in Genesis 21.5. You know what? Sometimes waiting can seem hopeless, but God keeps his promises. Look at Joseph in the Bible. You know, he was one of the favorite sons and all of his brothers got very jealous. And so they sold him. And Joseph had to wait to be reunited with his family for about 22 years. And that was from the time that he was sold all the way until his brothers just happened to come along and buy some grain from him. They didn't even realize they were buying grain from their own brother that they sold. But you know what? Joseph's life had a lot of interesting things in it. And that story is in Genesis chapter 37 through 46. There was a lot of bad things that happened to Joseph, but if you look at how God used it and turned everything around, there were so many lives that God saved through Joseph, all because of using him. You know, he was even thrown into jail, you know, and it also talks about that in Genesis 50, 20, where there were so many people that were kept alive because of the sacrifice Joseph had to make while he was, you know, separated from his family, but while we're waiting, there are going to be trials even while we're waiting on things and everything. But no matter what the trials go through and everything, we always have to keep focused on God. You know, while Michael and I have been waiting to come back over to the Philippines, you know, we have also got sad and depressed and, you know, think, oh my gosh, when are we coming? Are we ever going to make it there? Now, we haven't lost the idea you know, that we're going to come. We know for sure God called us to be missionaries there, but still yet, it's like, oh my goodness, how long is it going to take? But we always stay focused on God. We always look for God for encouragement. And we know that our call is to be in the Philippines as missionaries. And it's going to be a perfect time because it's God's time when we come. Another person that waited in the Bible is Mary. You know, she waited for her son to be the Messiah for 30 years. Talks about that in Luke 1, 31 through 33. And, you know, an angel told her of having her son and the promise of God. And Mary kept that promise in her heart. We need to keep what God tells us in our heart. One good thing that we can try to do is keep notes in a diary or a journal. Somebody else that waited? Hey, Jesus waited. Jesus waited till he was an adult to begin his ministry. That was about 30 years of age. Talks about that in Luke 3, 23. And you know what? 
He didn't even hear the voice of God, his heavenly father, for the first time until he was baptized. You know, he was baptized and he shot up and the heavens were open and God spoke to him. That's in Matthew 3.17. But one of the things that really build my faith is the story of Lazarus. You know, Lazarus' family they waited and waited for Jesus to come to heal him. And they were even friends with Jesus. You know, Jesus was off in another place. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know Lazarus. He's sick. I'll get to him, you know. And Jesus went about what he was doing. In the meantime, you know, the family, they were giving up. They were losing hope. And Lazarus died. And it talks about Lazarus' um, story in John 11, 1 through 44. But you know what? God still produced a miracle. Even when we think it's impossible, he can do that. Because what happened? He brought Lazarus back to life. But you know, my favorite guy in the Bible, and I talked about him once already, is Jesus. You know, I talked about him when he was here on earth. But you know what? Jesus is waiting also right now. We're not the only ones that are waiting. Jesus is waiting. He is still waiting this very minute for the time to return to us. In Matthew 24, 36, even the angels in heaven do not know the time that he's going to return. There are so many more people in the Bible that we can tell stories about. But what are things we don't want to do while we're waiting? Well, you know, waiting on God can test your faith. Patience is a major factor. His timing is not always the same as ours. And I hope we don't have to wait like a hundred years like Abraham did. But during that time, we do not want to grow worry, weary or lose heart. You know, we don't want to get sad because if we put our trust in God, we know that he's going to keep our promise to us. The other thing is, is we can be tempted and begin to doubt. That's something you don't want to do. What happens with that is... Maybe we're looking for an answer, and in the meantime, the devil's like, you're not going to get that answer. And you think, well, God, are you even listening to me? Did you even hear my prayer? Are you going to answer my prayer? I don't even think you're listening. And that's what happens, and we don't want to do that. We do not want to give up. And we don't want to stop doing what God tells us to do. You know, if Michael and I, if we get tired of waiting... You know, we could sit here and not ever answer a message from somebody who needs prayer or, you know, quit reading our Bible, quit going to church. We could do all that if we wanted to. But you know what would happen? We would never, ever get the answer to our prayer if we did that, you know, because we're not doing our part. So while you're waiting, you have to keep pushing forward. You have to keep preparing yourself for your answer you know, and keep ministering to people and following God and, and, and learning about him. You know, if you do these things and give up, you can lose everything. The very thing God is trying to do for us and bless us with. You know, God promises us if we don't give up, even when we're tired of waiting, he has a reward and a blessing. He will refresh us and give us power to endure and satisfy. God will give us strength to press on if we will continue to wait on him. That's in Galatians 6, 9. And we will reap a harvest just at the right time. That's God's time. That's correct. Um, you know, God strengthens us during our time of waiting, believe it or not. 
you know, we can wait and God continues to strengthen us no matter what he does. Uh, Tammy touched on the bases, Isaiah chapter 4, verse 31. But, for, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk and not faint. Eagles, wings, hmm. You know, eagles are such a majestic bird. They're, you see them in flight, see them in, on the television, you see them in magazines, on Facebook, you know, all these wildlife things. But the eagles are such a beautiful bird. But did you know when a storm is coming, the eagles can sense them? And when the eagles know there's a storm, they fly up to a very high spot and they wait for that storm. And while they're waiting, they position themselves with their wings in a certain direction. And just when the wind starts to pick up from the storm, they let the wind take the bird away and the eagle just soars above the storm. Can you just imagine us above the storm in life? You know, we need to be prepared. You know, I would love to be like that eagle, though, trusting in God's word, God's timing, listening to the Holy Spirit directing us, showing us what to do and how to do it. it. It's just a beautiful feeling to do that, you know, and then run and not be weary. You know, a track runner or cross-country runner trains for months or even years to get their body into shape for endurance of the race. You know, we need to do the same. We need to get our bodies and our mind and our heart in our spirit in the right situation you know by reading god's word every day attending church regularly fellowship with other christians we need to prepare our bodies to run and share god's word you know because while we're sitting here waiting you know somebody needs the message from god somebody needs something so god will give you that that divine appointment uh, walk and not faint Long endurance. You know, I speak to several people in the Philippines on a daily basis. You know, and all of them tell me a lot of the same things. They're always walking and it becomes a normal day occurrence in life. And, you know, you're traveling by foot to get where you're going, whether it's getting food, going to church, visiting family. And it don't matter the weather. It can be beautiful. It can be muddy and rainy. But you know, when you're out there traveling on foot, you're building up strength. You're building up endurance. And during that time, you're with God. You know, you could be looking around and, and seeing things. But you know, God can be talking to you while you're walking there. Big storms in life right now. Folks, this is the biggest storm right now in the world. Is the worldwide virus. You know, we have this going on. There's no jobs, no food, no money. You know, we hear this around the world. It's just not only in the Philippines. Um, I mean, it's here in America. It's in India. It's in Africa. It's in China. It's everywhere. Um, Christians are being attacked for their faith in God. But there's one thing you have and everyone can have, and it's the words of God. All you have to do is reach for it. Reach your Bible. Listen for it. Talk to God. And listen to the words he wants to give you. He can renew you during this time. We can prepare ourselves for the storm and rise above it. Be patient. It's all in God's timing. You have to wait. 
for God to tell you or show you when to move. Tammy and I are the same way here in America. We had to wait, you know. Like she said earlier, you know, we could do whatever we want to do. But you know what? We're faithful and we follow God. You know, God will never give you more than we can handle. Believe it or not. And I have a quote here from a Danielle Barmick of the she's an international author. And her quote is Ever since the fall in the, in the garden, humanity has had trouble. Jesus made it clear that trouble was part of living in the world. But God will not give us more trouble than you can handle because God is not the giver of trouble. God is the giver of life. Think about that for a moment. The trouble in the world, the virus, no jobs, no food, no money, you know, Christians being persecuted. But God is the giver of life. And, you know, I love God. I love that he is my, my savior. He's my father. You know, and I can talk to God about this. Uh, I can talk to God about how I feel and let him know. In 1 Corinthians 10.13, No temptation has overtaken you except for what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can handle it or endure it. That's a great thing. Because, you know, as I said, you know, God is there for you. He's there to give you that opportunity for you to make a decision. And if you are tempted, you can get out of it. Because temptation is the world. The things in the world that you're tempted and, you know, it, it, it's a it's a dangerous situation because you can see so many things going on in the world. There's so many teachings, so much of this. Do you listen to the scientists? Do you, do you, do you listen to this person? Do you listen to that person? You know, listening to God is what you need to do is listen. And it's all in God's timing that will give you the blessings that you receive. Our blessing is to spread the word of God and the love in the Philippines. That's Tammy and I. We'd love to do this. Uh, but we have to be patient, obeying God's words, his commands, and he will get us over the life burdens, the waiting time, and we'll soar like an eagle over the tops of the storm. I, I tell you, you know, when we were in the Philippines, it was just an experience that we knew that we were supposed to be there, and God was there with us. The, it's such a beautiful island, and the people are so wonderful, and we just want to share. But, you know... Uh, people always ask, well, how long do I have to wait? Well, you know what? We wish we had the answer to that, but no one knows. You know, it's really hard because we always want it to be like, you know, very, very, very quick. But God is the only one that knows, and he's the one that has all the answers to everything. And, you know, sometimes we're waiting for something that's in our plan, but sometimes our plan isn't the best so sometimes we don't even get the answer to what we're asking for because we're asking for the wrong thing and sometimes god gives us something even better than what we're asking for so whenever we're asking for something sometimes we have to check out ourselves and see what are we asking for and is this in god's plan or does he have something better for me and we've experienced that and you know you mentioned the runner earlier 
you know, that runner may get tired and he may get thirsty and he may get weak. But the thing is, is he stays focused on the finish line and the reward is waiting for him. And that's what we need to stay focused on is what is at God's finish line? What reward does he have for us? Because we don't know it all. And we have to put our trust in God. Yes. You know, as you said, the reward, we know our reward is heaven. Um, people think a reward is here on earth. You know, we can get, uh, whether a new car or a new house or a new job, those are blessings. But the true reward is a reward of eternal life with Jesus Christ. You know, being with God for eternity. Um, but here on earth right now, until you, till we get to see Jesus and or we, if we meet him in the clouds when he returns, or if we pass on and we meet him in a, in a different direction, how we come um, when we die, um, you know, we just have to be here until God gives you the answers and opens doors for you. I mean, he opens doors and he closes doors, believe it or not. Yep. There's doors that I thought were going to be open for me and Tammy here in America, and the doors got closed. Well, you just have to set and trust God for every decision you can make, whether it's a job, whether it's doing ministry work, whether it's doing medical work. I mean, it's whatever you think because, you know, you just have to basically let God take take control of you, and you need to be patient and, and listen to God. Um, seeking God's voice listening to God's voice, and waiting on God's voice, and be ready to respond to God's voice. Yes, God will talk to you. In fact, He wants that personal relationship with you. And you will be renewed when it happens. You know, people ask, well, how do you hear from God? Well, you can hear from God by reading Scripture verses. While you're reading your Bible, He may speak to you in a spirit, through song, he may speak to you through a message and a song. I mean, there's been times that we've been sitting and listening to music and Christian music on, on the radio, and, you know, God just feels he's speaking to you. Or God may speak to you audibly, where, you know, you're in a you're in there and you hear this voice from above, you know, like we always hear the stories. Um, you know, it happens. You know, look at the burning bush. But Noah, you know, it was the burning bush going on. So... You know, it's just, um, you, you just don't know how it's going to happen. But you always want to make sure that you are ready to respond to God's voice. And you be ready. But, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. If you don't know God, then how can you respond to his voice? That's the question. You know, and, and God will say, hey, I'm here. But if you don't know him, how can you answer so I'm going to tell you how. You know, if you have not experienced God in your life or Jesus Christ, what you need to do right now, if you want to experience this, is you need to talk to Jesus. You need to say, Jesus, I am a sinner. I Please forgive me for everything I've done. You know, I've done bad things in my life. And I want you to be in my heart. I want to change the ways I am. Will you forgive me for my past sins? And he will. He'll meet you right then and there. And he will forgive you. And all you have to do is, is just ask him. Because, you know, people say, oh, it's a big special thing. It's a one-on-one -on -one relationship. It's a personal relationship. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you pray to God to say that you want this to be the change of your life, you want to 
become a Christian and, and live for Jesus, live for God. You know, when you pray this, then you need to follow up with a local church, a local pastor, and you need to go talk to that pastor and tell him that you heard this on the radio station, that, you know, you heard this broadcast on GFM One Life Radio, and you were listening and it touched you because you are lost or you are burdened and you're heavy hearted and, and you need Jesus in your life. The pastor is going to help you. They're going to help you with your Christian walk, with your faith, because, you know, without Jesus, would no one would is on this earth. And, and, and God's giving you an opportunity now, because I'm going to tell you right now, folks, we are living the end times of the world. The world is in a big chaos. And if you study the Bible, if you go to the book of Revelations and you look into what's going to happen, yes, we win. And what I mean by we, Christians, you know, we are winning because we're going to be in heaven with Jesus. You know, we're not going to be suffering on the earth when the final time comes. But, you know, the uh, life is hard and life is not easy being a Christian. And that's what Tammy and I are talking about right now. Life is life is not simple. So all I can say is, if you don't know Jesus in your heart right now, I suggest you think about this, pray about this, talk about this, or even ask somebody. Ask a person on the street, do you know Jesus? And if they say yes, say, hey, can you tell me about him? And see what they say. Um, I want to thank you again for Pastor David Roach and Pastor Amlon and One Life Radio for letting us be out on here on the airwaves and sharing the message on Men and Now. I hope this became a message for the people, for you. Maybe it touched your life. Um, you know, but our time is about up. Again, like I said, we're here on Saturdays and Sundays from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. on One Life Radio, GFM. And uh, we will be here again tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. to finish up a little bit more about waiting and maybe some hope. Yes, yes. We always can have some hope because, you know, without hope, there's nothing there either. Um it's just with hope, you can understand what's going on. And remember, God loves you. So we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Blessings. Bye-bye.